Bedroom Battle Pass. The Archives. Me and you, Season 2. Alright, let's kick it. section of Canberra Metalheads. You're listening to Marky Malpas and JDK. And we're joined here with the guys from I Exist. So from left to right, we've got... Oh, was your left or my left? <laughs> my, my left. Your left. Yeah. If I look at your left, there's a pile of empty beers from the... VIP. The basement for the Doom 50th anniversary show. <laughs> I'm sure that none of us were here. You weren't here, were you? I don't know. We're going to have time to introduce me. Oh, we haven't talked yet. Hi, I'm Jim Morrison from the Doors (laughs) anniversary show. Um, (laughs) AKA Josh Nixon. JJ Lahore. Thank you. That's my formal title. Mr. Lahore today until we get acquainted. Yes, let's let's keep it formal for now. Thank you. And And I'm Jake, uh, JJ's understudy, known as JJ Jr. sometimes around the trips. Now I'm into rumour JJ's. He's underselling me. He's quite a bit more than me. Um, Jake's actually works in a trade, in the electricity trade. Excellent. Uh, whereas uh, I work on computers and play guitar. So in a zombie apocalypse type situation, I'm going straight into the food locker. Yeah. It's being useful guitar IT guy as no, opposed it, to... It don't work like that because back. if there's a zombie apocalypse, there's no power. The power's gone out. I'm oh, out of you'd job. You'll be able to make the Jenny work. Yeah, yeah, exactly. See, True. Any any game I've ever played, there's like it, the whole thing is to get power restored. Like that's how it works. I've done yeah. apocalypse games before, as you mentioned before, Joshua, um, at the basement recording this episode, um, in the green room, as mentioned before. There's the greening out room. The, or gre- the green room. <laughs> <laughs> well, it is a doom show, man. Mm. And as we uh, said before, we had w- heard one of your tracks. Um, Josh has been on the show before. We played that track from vinyl, which is cool. Gives it a nice doom sound. Um, what sort of music you guys been listening to lately? Any Doom tracks that you uh, you want to talk about, Jake? Oh, you're the king. You're the king of Doom, mate. Um, yes. Well, it's been a, another fruitful year in Doom Town. Uh, I'm sure that you've all been keeping up abreast of the issues. <laughs> There's the IT background coming out. Abreast. That's right. <laughs> well, Do- Doom and Sludge wise, the horse Beast Wars released their album for. Um, in New Zealand a couple of weeks ago and yep. the album actually went to the top of the New Zealand charts for a week yep. but it made it there and that's very interesting fascinating story the singer was recovering from non-Hodgkin's lymphoma and was still on the end of his chemo when he was doing the vocals for that album so it's a pretty Ooh. intense story they had broken up um, Matt the singer got uh, diagnosed, and then the boys decided to give him something to focus on. They'd make another record. Yep. So that's where four came from, which is pretty impressive to kind of get that. And, yeah, gives the lyrics a bit more weight as well. So it's a pretty cool um, album in the sludgier, not so slow. Um, I'd also suggest for extremely heavy but still kind of more melodic up, the new Torch album, Admission. Ooh. Absolute deliciousness. No, that one yet. You haven't heard that no. one yet. Uh, so they tuned to A standard, so extremely low. Yep. But then their sixth string is what they call a bomb string. So it's like... <laughs> and that's pretty much what happens to your underpants. 
on a lot of their work. Um, but this one's a little bit more almost poppy. It's got some weird, uh, cool, ambienty melody guitar lines going over the crushingness, which is cool. Uh, Slowmatic's new record is amazing as well. Uh, that's called Canyons. That's really rad. Uh, it's a bit slow and methodical. It's not a, It's not an uplifting one, that one. It's not one you'd play to mum in the car on your way out on a Friday night. Uh, the new St. Vice, well, Scott Riegers is back in the band and he's absolutely on fire. I absolutely love that record. Um, is that the is that the demo one? <laughs> That's your time up, mate. All right, sorry, I'm going to keep going. <laughs> Nepenthes from Japan, a fantastic sludge band. I'm really enjoying that. But actually, today on the way here, I was enjoying some extremely sloppy old school death metal by a band called Cerebral Rot. Okay. Off their forthcoming record, Odious Descent into Decay, which had featured the song that I enjoyed the most this morning. Swamped infestering excrementia. <laughs> What's that Latin for? Well, I'm glad you asked, Jake, because you know I'm a bit of an armchair Latin specialist, and uh, <laughs> excrementia is uh, <laughs> it's a fancy name for poo poo. It's it's basically the opposite to dementia. It affects your ass instead of your head. Mm. <laughs> Except that you forgot you've done a shit. (laughs) Which, you know, can get you into all sorts of problems. (laughs) Oh, man. Um, And uh, that's all from uh, from your recent references, which we all like about the um, about having you on the show. I know last time you uh, ran for a bunch of doom doom tracks, your picks, um, and that got some good good uh, feedback to us. Everyone likes the doom brackets, playing yeah, the doom we, song. We had the Josh doom bracket yep. going there for about eight weeks. Yeah. <laughs> Look, I'm happy to provide it at any time that it may be required. But everyone can always use just a breath of fresh air in between the blast beats. Yep, and just come to some sludgy, sloppy heaviness. Exactly. What everyone wants, much like the excrementia. <laughs> but you, you, you're talking about a guy who still listens to, what, 99% of your music off an iPod? Or essentially uses your phone like an iPod, don't you? The you've, phone, yeah. You've, you've all but not caught on with streaming services yet, have you? Jake, I just want to say that I have three children. <laughs> so that anything that has a moving part is going to end up like my, everyone goes oh I've got this on vinyl you want the new vinyl I was like I'd love it but I'm never going to play it because I have three jerk kids that will destroy the needle <laughs> and the vinyl yep. but then speaking of vinyl you should all go and do your research um, one of the best releases that came out this year was a 10 inch of a classic seminal Canberra heavy metal band called Precursor and their first demo Little People Big Defects and they were one. They played the very first Metal for the Brain. Um, they were integral in the scene back in the day. And listening to it now, you'll probably all go, "What the fuck is this?" Because it's fruity, weird, belco, bong smoking, pizza eating, beer guzzling, mutant mosh mutant. This, this is Satanist this is along the lines of that Golden Crop band too. That you... no, we were absolutely dreadful, absolutely dreadful. These were good. And Mags' first band for pod people. Oh, awesome. There you go. Yeah, man. So as we mentioned before, you, plenty of um, plenty of references there. And uh, we spoke a little bit off mic about the uprise of uh, the BMA magazine coming back. We spoke about the in physical form. I've seen those around the place. And I was excited to have you on the show and be able to talk about it a little bit more. We mentioned it before on the show. 
um, and now we're getting the other side of it. How's that going? Um, it's good to be back. Alan um, has spent a lot of energy. I mean, we there's only, uh, I guess, it's about three, three street issues back in now. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was actually a huge effort on Alan's behalf to get the magazine back and into print again. So uh, locals, please go out and buy some advertising to support it if you want to read it while you're in the pub because it... It's not free anymore yep. to do things physically. And I like, kind of prefer to read it physical as well. Does, it's it, really cool. does it have any sort of government subsidy thing going on? Does the no. government put any money into that? No, no. They, That's crazy. They have to pay for the tram. With all the things that they, well, yeah, all the things that they put money to in this town. All those weird roadside sculptures and that, and we can't even have a... Man, I... Um... Well, Canberra's culture, you know. Canberra culture is the Pirates of Penzance. Or something at the Canberra Theatre. Or fucking... I mean... Dude. Fire trucking. Are we allowed to swear on this show? Yeah. Like we, I said, I, I can... We edit, just cut it out for the I radio. I can edit it out really, and really we well. leave it in for the podcast. Okay. So we okay. prefer the swearing in the podcast. Well, yeah. fuck this town. <laughs> in that case. I went to school with Andrew Barr. He was in the same year as me at school. For someone that went to school with Andrew, the age stick hasn't hit you as hard as him. I think politics has really brought... Oh, absolutely. Man. <laughs> it does to everyone, doesn't but, uh, it? I went to Lake Ginandera College, which, of course, uh, is just down the road from this fine institution here in the heart of Belconnen. And uh, I can say that all the AIS students went to there. And I, in my maths class, I did dumb as a dick maths, which <laughs> is the non-tertiary one, just to keep mum and dad happy. <laughs> um, hence why Andrew Barr probably did tertiary mash, and he's where he is and I'm over here. So, you know... Take that as you will. But in my maths class, yeah, I basically had like? five um, soccer players from the AIS who were, easily would have made multiple millions of dollars playing in Europe. Mark Viduka went to that school. Yeah. As a notable. Uh, but uh, probably my favourite alumni was young Scotty Miller, Olympic swimmer, silver medalist, and uh, busted with a pill press in Newey a couple of years later. <laughs> <laughs> Big shout out to Scotty. It's crazy though, isn't it? Like the the people that you grow up besides, and you you think you're all going to end up in the same place. I was childhood friends with a a guy named um, Jason Berendorf, who is now an Australian Test cricketer. And when we were in high school and we were doing the bands and stuff, he used to go down to the the nets and play cricket with a couple other guys. And we thought that, well, what are you doing, mate? This isn't what you do in high school. No one's going to think you're cool for doing that. Well, isn't he laughing now? Yeah. <laughs> And here you go. Just come off the World Still Cup. playing tippity runs in one hand, one bounce. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, like I said before, it's good to have um, BMA back on the back on the. Uh, the oh, end that's of the what bar. we were crapping on about. Yeah, yeah, it's good to have BMA on the back of the end of the bar, and it's good to um, good to see the layout changes with the um, the poster, the poster wall in the back. I like man. the poster wall. The poster was that cool. one of your ideas, man? Oh, absolutely not. I have very little in the way <laughs> of good ideas that come to the BMA. I write my column. I actually would like to pose a challenge out. I reckon I've I'm the longest running columnist in Canberra. So take that two double C in the city news jerks on your Sunday morning roast, <laughs> talking shit. I'm gonna drop the mic. I reckon. I think I started in '97, doing the the column. Yep. 
Was it still called what it was today, or what it is it today? It was metalized, but I did write it as JJ Lahore because I wanted to. You wanted a moniker. Yeah, I don't think I don't know why. I can't remember why. It seemed like a good idea. Maybe you're Josh in half the stories about half the stories about you growing up. I'm not surprised. I like it, man. Um, the as you mentioned before, it's, you got to get behind it to help support the physical copies because stuff isn't free. And I noticed that there's a um, post to say if you want to get your poster on the back of that to hit 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 up the guys that's at right. BMA. So anyone out there that's listening has a gig coming up that you want to put in BMA, make sure you uh, hit them up. I'll put a link in the description so you can flick them a message and get some stuff out. But also, if you if you're in a metal band and you're doing an album launch or you're playing some shows, please like I've been doing this for a long time. My email address is an at hotmail.com email address. So that's how long I've been doing it. That probably puts it in perspective. <laughs> um, doom till death, of course. Doom, T-I-L, death. Again, I'm on the alarm. It's with the alarm. Can get the phone turned off. I'm trying to give the people the message in here. <laughs> doom till death at hotmail.com. Please tell me when you're putting an album out. Or you want to do a show and I'm more than happy to put it in. I just need about a month's notice minimum because that's about the lead time yep. for writing into the into the uh, the issues. Perfect, man. Well, it's a bit like with these shows. Like we uh, queue up episodes fairly far in advance mm. to make sure that everyone gets in. What do you mean? We're not live right now. <laughs> yeah, that's right, man. Um, as I awkwardly cut that section out and <laughs> Like, the bit that you hear is Josh half saying, we're not live right now, with, like, a half a track played in between accidentally. <laughs> nah, man, but yeah. This is the remix. Yeah, this is, a, this is the remix. If you heard that, you're listening to the podcast, not the radio. <laughs> oh, man. And if you heard that for the first time, there's plenty of other episodes for you to listen to. Don't just listen because you've seen Josh. There's other ones here. There's a plethora of Yeah, there's some more good ones. There. I mean, uh, admittedly, I probably only maybe got through 15, 20 of them at this stage. And what are we up to? This is episode 66. 66. Oh, my gosh. Special numbers. It's special numbers. 66. The beast. I mean, if you sit down and spend, what, one and a half to two hours with every band, I mean, that's a lot of time. All it all, it all adds up. Um, and with, the, with choosing the right tracks and everything, there's a lot that goes into the show that you don't see in the show because you just hear music and don't yeah. know the research that goes into choosing what bands it is. Look, most of the time it's because a band liked our photo and I'm like, I'm going to check out your band. Oh, that's a cool sounding band. Sick. It's exactly what happened with someone um, added that to their Instagram story and I'm like, yo, I didn't even know that band existed. Doom band from Adelaide. Yeah, so, well, the, the Adelaide seems oh, to Oh, sorry, have, Acid Wolf. Mm. Adelaide yeah, seems Acid to have quite the, quite the scene that doesn't seem to really, I guess, make it out. Well, it's just so Very difficult homogenous. to get there. Well, if yeah. Like the Melbourne Adelaide. Melbourne Adelaide is doable. Like it's about six or seven hours drive, maybe a little bit more. There was a junkie once who told me there were no direct flights to Adelaide <laughs> from Canberra. That's the proof of chemical treatment. Well, it was. That was, was it. heavily barium poisoned at That was time. it. Look at that plane. It's going, to, it's going to Adelaide. Everyone knows there's no direct flights to Adelaide from Canberra. <laughs> He's, and meanwhile, this guy's telling me this, and it was two weeks before <laughs> I'd flown directly to and from Adelaide, <laughs> and I can confirm that the barium was on full bore for the chemi trail. Oh, you weren't really Folks. in Adelaide. That's why you couldn't find the doom scene. <laughs> <laughs> If it, uh, Hydra Juice are a great Adelaide band. Okay, they're yeah. a really good band. But there's been a bunch of 
Um, Captain Cleanoff probably stand out for me when I think of Adelaide bands, an incredible grind band from back in the day. Yep. Um, and a lot of those boys had a bunch of other bands off the side of that that were killer. But I mean, we've 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 been to I exist been to Adelaide quite a few times. Well, several yeah, mo- times. Most of More us have 10. been. I think once the taxi driver picked me up to take me to the airport to fly to Adelaide. <laughs> uh, didn't didn't get fuel before he picked me up, so we had to do that, and then I ended up oh, missing my flight. Right. And then there was another time where Murph and I, after work, tried to get a plane to Adelaide, and the flight got cancelled, mm. and they had to make a uh, what was it like the scrappings of a bunch of bands together to sort of pull some sort of a show together. Right. We've not had the best of luck on Adelaide. And, that's and sure. I believe it was Adelaide on the Black Breath tour where I hired, um, I bought a ticket from Adelaide to Canberra instead of from Canberra to Adelaide oh, and got to the airport and that was the end of that one. Oh, right. Always check the form, kids. <laughs> Double check. Where are you when you want to leave and where do you want to go to? It's pretty simple. Some of us cost five or $600. Anyway. We mentioned before that um, you guys have um, got a gig coming up um, in the next couple months at Transit Bar. Um, now that one there is a. It's been announced as the um, the farewell to the drummer. So you guys, um, obviously, moving on into different stuff after that. Is there what's yeah? Of well, actually, we're got? kicking um, the bass player out. It's just a ruse. <laughs> 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 we're uh, we're going to attempt him out. And uh, Al, I'm sorry if you're hearing this now. It's all over. Uh, <laughs> but no, uh, seriously, Simon and his good lady wife. Uh, well, love are going to. They're not Man, quite that's good as. de facto. Is that what we say? Yeah. Is that too old? Anyway, yeah. um, they're going to Indonesia to live for three years. So I mean, so Murph's going to Indonesia to be pretty much a beach bum because I think he's not going to have an, an Indonesian work man. visa. Right. Be, apparently, there are jobs you can get like within like, the you consulate. Say it like it's a bad thing. Well, no, but I'm very excited for this this stage of his life uh, he's also uh meandered at the idea of starting an indo punk band which would be pretty cool because their punk scene over there is it's lit eh? like i heard mental that, yeah i heard that the indo scene's insane and so as part of the show we i i get random messages and requests from people and, and one person was from indonesia and they said to no, me, no nigerian kings no then. not not just yet the, you'll know when our um, mics are gold plated I, I said, oh, so are we getting reach out to Indonesia? Because, like, I can see which country our podcast has been played in. And I said, so um, do we get reach out there? Yeah, and they said, now that, it, like, metal's more accepted um, socially um, in, in Indonesia, like, everyone's kind of getting more into it, and these bands are popping up. So that's really cool to hear. Yeah, I, I, I used to hear stories back in the day where the cops would, like, beat up the punks just for looking like punks and stuff yeah and yeah not play gigs and stuff it's yeah. a conservative religious society so rock is still kind of you know yeah still kind I of suppose, next you know, level over there they're having their 60s and 70s of the american culture or something like that aren't they where everything was the devil but uh yeah it's cool they have shows in like shopping centers and stuff just it's real weird but real cool what's a well worm rot Oh, the Ear 8 band, they're an amazing grind band from um, Indo, and they're incredible. But in recent years, um, our friends in High Tension 
um, have played a couple of crazy festivals there. Like the stage is in some rocks on some island. It just looks absolutely like incredible. It's insane. Um, it's worth having a look at the uh, high tension gram because they punched they punched a bunch of vids on that. But um, yeah, like I mean, Murph's going over there. He's currently in about fifteen bands here. Is it fifteen? I thought maybe close to twenty. Probably, ironically, Murph is. We've got three guitarists in our band. Jack can also play guitar, but the best guitarist plays drums in Oasis, which is handy, because um, he'd show off the rest of them. So it's too high standard. <laughs> but Sam and Murph are also in a, a Canberra punk band called Dicky Birds that just put a self-titled album out uh, in the last couple of months. It's on vinyl, on beat, on the Brat Records. Shout out to Tomo uh, for that one. But it's a really good punk record. So um, Murph can literally sit down with a guitar anywhere and make a crazy album. Yeah. He's, he's got one of the sickest right hands. I'm just going to correct JJ there and say Tomo's label is called Rain on the Parade. Well, if you want to go and check it out. Records, isn't that the one that they put it out on? I thought Tommy. No, was no, that. it's on Rain on the Parade. Oh, I don't know. We could be in for a... Look, we get you two. <laughs> this is for the podcast listeners, obviously, on the radio. This uh, back and forth won't be done. But if you could settle that argument and perhaps come back in with a cheeky edit on what label that record's been. <laughs> and I've got five oh, Australian... Yeah. I've got five How are they going to do that? Rupia. How are they going to do that one? <laughs> so I'm life? correct. Good I'm, I'm going to leave... i tell you what, now that we've done that, I'm going to leave them, that whole section in. You guys look it up yourself. You're using a podcast, you got the internet. Oh, that was my But uh, anyway... Also, he's our friend. So yeah, that's quite. Sure. Murph, uh, yeah, no, Murph's, no, we'll, Murph's we'll, going we'll, away. We'll work it out. Yeah, yeah, Murph's away. We're, we're gonna we're gonna play this this show. We're gonna have a good time. Uh, appreciate him still being in the country for the little bit left of time mm. that he has. But he's mm. doing he's doing a massive run this year with, like uh, JJ said, the Dicky Birds, uh, the other band, which is you know two what, four sixths of I exist is. Three, Three sixths six or, one, or half. Mental cavity. So it's mental right. cavity. You've got a record <laughs> coming out soon. They do. And it is it is absolutely crushing. Yeah. It's brutal. It's, yeah. it's brutal. Yeah. B-R-U-D-L umlauted E. So, brutal. Yeah. Murph's not been short of things to do. No. No. Um, and then they've got a film clip coming out for one of the songs. Uh, oh, yeah. You might recognise me in it. <laughs> I'm quite good. So there's, they're, they're doing this... They, I got shown after jam the other night, and and it's like you know it's it's a really nice uh, made. Uh, it's well film, shot film a video with, with lovely stock. Lo- lots of stock footage with like the sort of the rolling timer in it, and you know the the nuclear mushroom cloud, and you mm. know the the sort of sixties Americans getting about their business, yeah. cutting with them all playing Fallout video game. And then when it gets to the part where Jay, I didn't even know this was coming. It hit me with a great deal of surprise, but. JJ is, what are you, you're wearing a beanie, you, you look like Kerry King. Almost. I'm wearing a crowbar beanie and I'm glad you asked, Jake, because I'm actually wearing the same outfit today. <laughs> These very jeans and this shirt by a, a little uh, it's like you knew it three go-getters out. from Sydney called Potion, but, great doom band. But anyway, you, you got to, when it does come here, you got to check it out, see JJ just absolutely ruin that film clip for anyone that was yeah. enjoying it up to that point. Yeah. Yeah, it was like there's four young strapping men and then their uncle comes in wearing a beanie and does a bit of a guitar solo. <laughs> yeah, perfect man. Which is pretty much a good run of my experience in I Exist over the last 10 years. Well, I think they were very generous just to put you in the video clip. They could have just 
claim that for themselves. They could have. Yeah. They could have. I did spend at least 15 minutes writing that solo. <laughs> But the most time you spend on anything. That yes, <laughs> yes, guilty. Okay, thanks, Jake. Man, if anyone's listened to any of the I Exist tracks in this show already, you know that um, Josh isn't shy of a riff. So, like, you're being humble because you're on the show, man. But we definitely appreciate your skills. Um, oh, stop it, oh, man! <laughs> Look at you, some tasty guitar, the beard and rings. Exactly, man. I'm eat uh, you up. All right. Good. A tall, hairy glass of water you are. <laughs> oh, man. Um, I don't think that can go on the radio either, Josh. <laughs> That's going straight to the sample tracks. <laughs> What's that porn where they just read it out for the blind people? I don't know. I'm getting to the deep cuts. I'm an old man. <laughs> you might say I've never seen it. <laughs> oh, you might even say... It's a high five, ladies and gentlemen. You might even say that I exist is already porn for blind people. <laughs> oh, stop it. <laughs> All right. We, um, <laughs> we mentioned before that you got drummers moving on to other stuff. Do you guys have any projects that you um, that you uh, want to shout out as well? Oh, I'll take, take that first, Jade. Uh, I'm, I'm doing a... I've, I've joined a new band uh, who have been probably around for just short, shy of what... Uh, I exist have about the ten year mark now. But are they that old? I they are. That long. But um, it's a, I guess it was a slow building history. Anyway, the name of the band is Subaru. Um, they're from Not Sydney. Confused with Subaru, the car. Not Subaru, and in fact, I've been told that it, the better pronunciation of it is Sumeru. Do you uh, say it in a, a Japanese business like uh, like a, a samurai? <laughs> Sumeru. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say it. In exactly that way from this time forth. You heard Jake here. of Sumeru. <laughs> anyway, they're, 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 uh, they're guys that we, we played with many a time uh, over the years. Uh, the singer, who incredibly talented guy, uh, both in his music and um, what he does with film. He, uh, he had to make a decision between the two and he's gone to the States uh, to chase his dreams. Uh, in the film world and they had a spot empty so I've done three shows with them now um, they haven't told me to get the fuck out yet so Jack's getting quite a number of uh, frequent fly miles on Greyhound bus going to Sydney yeah, and back yeah. get, get the shout old Murray's. out to the uh, faint ear and smelling bus so this, this is the trick you don't sit anywhere near the back right for two reasons <laughs> one is the toilet and two takes forever to get off a bus when you just want to get off a bus if you're sitting at the back. Yeah. See, that's deep cuts, kids. Listen to, listen to him. He knows. Yeah, so that's that's going to keep me busy, I suppose, um, while Murph is abroad. We don't know how often he's going to be. What's the last album called? The one that's new, the newest one that they put out just before you joined? It's called Summon Destroyer. Mm, so there's an album for everyone to check out. That was on my top ten list last year. I'm it's a fantastic record. I wish I could say I had anything to do with it. It is a good um, record. I'm riding the coattails of it at the moment, but yeah. Big riffs, very big, large riffs, monumental riffs, big ones. I'm sure the boys would appreciate that. Thank you. They're great. They're yeah. lovely boys. What are you? What are you digging up out of the grave, JJ? Well, I'm glad you asked, Jake. Uh, we're bringing back the pod, the POD. No way. The POD's back in town, and uh, once again it might uh, 
send off a new set of uh, emails that I did use to get quite regularly back in the late 90s from pastors in Texas that would like POD to spread their good Christian <laughs> right message. I was like, have you seen our album with the fold-out upside-down cross with a map of hell on it? I'm not sure. That was Doom Saloon, wasn't it? Was it was Doom Saloon, correct. But yeah. Choose one track from that album. We'll Just the one that goes, well, come on. Well, that yes. That's the intro track. That is the intro track. That is. Um, one my dad likes to call the late and Hewitt. <laughs> come on! <laughs> All right, okay. <laughs> It's a dad joke there. The old man a um, pod people fan? Dad was like, uh, my dad, I've tried to convince him to come for a sh- to a show at any point in the last uh, about 30 years I've been playing gigs, and that, that's a big no so far. Okay. Um, but he's a supporter. You know, he has, if I ever lose a copy of a record, because I hardly ever have anything that I've done, he's got everything on CD. So he's holding your discography for you? He has the discography. He has the Golden Crap, McCrop, um, oh, really? Elephant One release. He has All Throth. What's it go for on eBay these days? I don't believe it's on eBay. I don't believe uh, we've made it to the upper echelon. Of you, you maybe s- more. It'd be more like giving away for free on Wish. Yeah. I mean, you haven't sold the royalties of songs like Barnes, Barnes, Chicken and Tractors to an agricultural advertising firm? or I can't believe no? it hasn't happened yet. It's unbelievable. But uh, Pod People is indeed back. Um, yep. Unfortunately, our wonderful guitarist Mel Walker decided not to come back on board with us. She's uh, focusing on her record. Um, with the pilots of Balbec, which feature Adam from Levitation, Hex and Alchemist, um, Mel's sister Leah, and Locke from Looking Glass, the bass players playing drums in that band. And they're like a 70s psych rock bonanza. Fantastic. Good to check them out. Um, that album should be out either uh, late this or early next year. But um, so in, a, in that sort of Canberra. Um, keep it in the family thing we've replaced uh, Mel with Roy Talkington from Alchemist who actually designed the album cover for Doom Saloon for us oh, right, the okay. irony to tie it all back in there it, it was actually in my plan in 2000 <laughs> so looking forward 20 years in time that, <laughs> you know who I need to do this album cover boys the guy that I'm going to ask to play guitar on it 19 years later <laughs> and I was right the plan succeeded um, but uh, Brad's real keen so Brad and Dee have been playing in a band called Lucifungus who you've probably heard of they've been around the traps quite active lately and they have, speaking of vinyl and coloured vinyls as we were earlier amazing you'd be very poor keeping up with the uh, options on that one but um, Brad's Brad and a couple of other guys Nathan from the Doomsday Festival and Jason Fuller from Goat Sound and Blood Duster. Um, they've come together to create a new um, Doom Festival that's happening down at the Tote in Melbourne on the 29th of November this year. Uh, so far announced on the lineup has been White Horse, probably one of the heaviest Doom bands Australia's ever, absolutely ever seen, if not the world. An incredible, incredible band. Potion, um, Sydney, three kids that just play the best doom they're really like a great sydney band they're at the 10 year anniversary gig for I exist. They, were. they were i think all of them too weren't they yeah they yes. were yeah. yes it was, um who was the black metal band that filled in they at the uh, um row and 
Uh, they, it's a it's Plow something share? to do with Nietzsche. Yeah, Plowshare, yeah. yeah. They've played here too, yeah. Yeah, they're, they're an amazing band. Yeah. Um, although they've got about three or four bands going at once. Rose Hart, he's almost in as many bands as Murph. Yeah, but all, all he he's uh he's, I guess not so overt about it. He uh, squirrels away in his bedroom. Well, even the plowshare boys, their 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 stage attire was just chucking the hoodie on. You know, it was kind of anonymous. Dark red light. That's it. Yeah. yeah. Howling. Howling winds of brutality. It was it was literally like I've said before, man. Some black metal bands, the vocals is another instrument. Mm. Um, but yeah. Oh, yeah. You uh, were running through the lineup for the the Doom Festival. Yes, uh, so Doctor got... Colossus are playing. I think they're a New Zealand band. Um, who else has been announced yet? God, I don't. I can't even remember. It's been a slow feed because it's still a ways off. Are, are pod people playing this? Well, I'm glad you asked, Jake. But uh, yes, that'll be our first show back since 2011 mm. with Cough. Uh, at a Doomsday Festival in Sydney was our last show. And then we'll be looking to play here sometime in the summer and do some shows in March next year when we're playing another Doom Festival in New Zealand. It should be quite entertaining. Oh, perfect. Suck. Yeah, bro. It's going to be absolute, absolutely suck. Man, speaking of New, right. of New Zealand, I've seen that um, the Witch Girl Boys just finished up their um, tour with um, the guys from Beast Wars. They did, and they got on very well. What, like, like 400 people at each show? They were, they, they were ranting and raving. The, well, the New Zealand shows were massive. They had to sell a second show um, after selling out the Wellington one the first night. Auckland was packed. Sydney was okay, it wasn't huge, but um, they sold out the Gershwin room, which is 400 at 40 bucks. So do the math on that. That's, an, that's a nice night out. Yeah. Good work, Val. Mm. But um, yeah, look, that worked really well for them. Our, Jake and I actually hung out in their jam room this week and had a listen to yeah. some of the new material that they're putting together for their album that... Um, I don't want to steal Joel's thunder, but look, um, and I'm going to steal yours right now, as you, this is your last show. That's right. At the head, as like the head snake of the Hydra, the two-headed snake. That is the camera metalhead show. <laughs> Jay, let's not bother talking to Mark anymore. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Jay, I can tell you, look, don't worry about funny man over there. Oh, look at me. Comedy. <laughs> what a man. Um, which goal will be recording this year and the album we're hoping to see out in the early part of next year to follow up Coven's Will. Ooh. They've already got a title for it. I'm not going to tell you that now, but I know. Ooh. And it's a ripper. Jesus. But we had some of the new songs. The song that they played before we were, had to go and rehearse the other night was absolutely killer. So they're going to be back very soon with some new music and it's going to be fantastic. Excellent. But they're also playing uh, uh, a couple of shows coming up to keep your ears out. We won't talk to Marky about those. We'll have to tell Jay <laughs> again. Jay, they're not playing a comedy festival, are they? Man, I know that Jay will be able to um, carry on with the with the stuff, and like I said, I'll be guesting occasionally. I know that um, the guys from Witch Girl have done two shows with this already, so they're they're really cool and always welcome on to have on the show. Really cool bunch of dudes, and uh, yeah, 
looking forward to hearing some of the new stuff. Their last album blew me away. I bought, like we we're saying in off mic, I bought all three versions of of Coven's Will. Um, they had through Rise Above Records. They had um, the clear purple and black releases. So yeah, it's cool. That's cool. I mean, to be be on a, a international label and them care enough about you to you know, want to do more than just a black vinyl is. I think saying something in this day and age. So Actually, um, Mark, good support. Yeah, man. Like Marcus was telling me, it's like, um, man, when I got all the vinyls that was wrapped with the right with the um, Rise Above Records tape, it's like I pulled it all off and I just wanted to wrap myself in it. Ah, <laughs> uh, he Sweet. says the best stuff about that. <laughs> Dude, it that's really perfect. Good. It's just like just it, like the like I mentioned before, the level of detail, even. The, the tape they wrap their packages with is Rise Above Records tape. Yeah. You know what I mean? So they're, they're well A label that well cares branded. about what they're doing. Yeah. Well, that's their 30th anniversary this year, so they've just done a whole bunch of reissues. So um, Church of Misery, have I think they've done four Church of Misery reissues, and there'll be a bunch of other ones from their estimable catalogue. Did I mention that Pod People is the first Australian band to be on <laughs> Rise Above Records? I don't know if I dropped that in there. <laughs> But I believe I just did. Anyway, we were on Rise Above first. <laughs> it's good, man. It's a good. This is like a um, yeah, good crossover between Witch Girl and, and Pod People. It's cool to have. Um, so yeah, check out the upcoming gig uh, for the guys with I Exist at Transit Bar Please. on 14th of September. And uh, closing it up with um, with another I Exist track. Um, this is we're gonna play out the interview with uh, From Darkness. This is the title track from the album, um, which I'm recording from vinyl, uh, the last track on the vinyl. It's, uh, as we mentioned before, big old uh, gatefold, um, four-sided album. Uh, so, yeah, good one to close it up with. And I noticed there's like a, is there like a bonus track at the end? Yeah, the uh, Fool for Death is a song that we did as a world record day, seven-inch, uh, many, many moons ago um and i think because it was only on a seven inch record we we felt the song deserved a bit more exposure than that so we just just slotted her in there at the end of the the record but uh is we also made our only film clip on the record our only film our clip only film was clip. also made for that song yeah, so secret little bonus track at the end of the at the end of the next track. So listen to that one as well. And uh, for now, thanks for uh, listening to the interview. Come back with more music after this. But um, while we're on the mics, thanks for coming in and thanks for being part of the my, my final show in the announcer's seat. And um, before JJ takes over, mm. Mm. that's that's confusing. Two JJs, like well, it's, it's four Js if you wanted to be technical. Well, yeah. What if what if, what if you two just end up doing another one together? Like, We've got. Um, yeah. I'm yeah. JJ and this is J. Decay. J. JJ Decay. Yeah. That's J. JJK. We could make it triple J K K. Five J's, a quint of K's and J's. <laughs> no, I'll uh, I'll say at this point, thank you to the uh, Canberra Metalheads podcast for having us on. It's been a been a real old time. I enjoyed just sitting back here and watching JJ make an ass of himself. Mm, I too have enjoyed yeah. watching my make an ass of this. Unfortunately, a mirror down there that I keep catching myself in. I spent the last 11 years doing it and I'm not about to stop now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, well, I'd like to thank Jake for letting us know the correct pronunciation of Tomaru, which we've all learnt now, which is good. 
Um, and you know, I, I'd like to say thanks, Mark. You're uh, you've been a breath of fresh air yeah. on the radio waves. Your enthusiasm for heavy metal and in particular local heavy metal has been infectious. It's been vexatious that it hasn't been brought to the fore earlier. Never heard that word before. I may have made it up. I don't know. But uh, yeah, Cheers. but it's great. Yep. Thanks, boys. Cheers for mm. uh, yeah. Thanks for coming on and also. Uh, the final gig at the um, at Transibar will mark the um, I guess September 14th. Yeah, I think we're gonna start of the hiatus with you guys, or you I think yes, I think you you're probably more correct than we'd like to think you are. Um, it'll all depend on uh, what goes on with with I suppose Murph in the next few years. But uh, yep. yeah, if you if you like the band and uh, and if you want to see us p- potentially for the last time then yeah come down on the 14th to transit bar yeah we want to party with you we've had a lovely time mm. in the last decade yes. a bit and uh we want to s- we want to send it off in canberra so yeah yeah sick man well like i said um off the back of you thank me man thank you guys for everything you've done i know that i exist has been something that uh, has been a band that i've always i think one of my first big gigs here at, um in canberra was an i exist gig here um at the at the basement, so... Just metres from where we are now, hey? The irony. Man, I actually told my cousin that lives a few hours away, dude, come check this out, and we, we watch, watch you guys for the first time. It was his first time ever at the basement, so that was really sick, man. So, yeah, shout out for that. And, um, yeah, Canberra Metalheads. It's Josh Nixon again. <laughs> Cut. It's Josh Nixon, a.k.a. JJ Lahore, coming at you from the Rift Dome that is Canberra Metalheads. Yucko! Bam! <laughs> <laughs>